So I was going to ask you if you, um, I was going to ask you if you wanted to actually cancel recording to watch the Valpo game, and I'm not sure if you saw the score yet or not. We're getting demolished, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not even close right now. So at some point it was four to five, um, and I googled it and thought it was still four to five, but then it was like four to fifteen or something like that. Uh, at one point, I think it was twenty three to four or something like that. That's not good. So not not looking good for our Crusaders today. This is weird. Google still has the score at four to five. Oh, like if I Google it, that's the score that comes up. Valpo, Kentucky. I like those Google people. Yeah, they're keeping it close. Um, so yeah, we don't have to worry about that, which is good. Um, and it's been a while since we've done a recording last. Yeah, this is a. Uh... It's been a good two weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we're falling off the bandwagon, though. I think maybe. We were waiting on some stuff, and I think maybe we'll be picking it up. It should be fine now. Progress it was slow a little, so we didn't podcast as much, and now podcast picking up or progress picking up hopefully, and uh, so our podcasting might be as well. Yeah, and you went to Austin. I was in Austin, Texas. Yeah. How was that? Uh, I had a we really had a nice time, despite the fact that Lydia was sick the whole time and it rained the whole time. Um, we legitimately did still have a really nice time. It's a pretty good city, I think. Austin, Texas. Did you? I'm trying. I don't even know what you would do in Austin, so I don't really have any questions or thoughts. I just know people like it there. The main thing you do is uh, eat and drink. I think seems like many cities, but especially there, I think. Yeah. So we had a lot of tacos, um, which were really good. We had a lot of. We actually didn't drink that much because neither of us were quite on top of our game, uh, sickness wise. I was getting over a sickness, and Lydia was fully engulfed in it. Uh, we went to the Lyndon B. Johnson Presidential Library and Museum. Okay, how was that? I'm gonna stop. I just want. I've always wanted to know what a presidential museum is like. I have this. Is, I have never been to a presidential library museum before, um, and it is. I thought it, we both had a really good time. It was interesting. It was definitely like a one-sided presentation of the presidency of Lyndon B. Johnson. The library part, you don't really get much of a, like, all of his files and stuff. Like, you don't actually get to look at those. Um, It's more just like a museum in the library. This one. I can only speak for this one. Um, And Lyndon B. Johnson is a guy that I know nothing about. uh, So it was a little interesting to learn about him. Is it, does he get to, like, decide how the museum goes, I guess? Because I know that it's a big deal here. He didn't get to decide so much because he died pretty soon after he was done being president. But I think that um, most presidents have, like, a pretty active hand in their museum or library. Okay, because I know here in this area, the Chicago getting the Obama presidential library has been a big big issue of contention, mostly because I think it's going to be at the University of Chicago, and there was some conflict of where that would be. You know, everyone obviously wants it, and so there was some posturing to see who would end up with that, and then I don't know. I, I have no idea. This one is on the University of Texas Austin campus. Okay, are they usually on a college campus? Um, I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know anything about presidential libraries. Having gone to this one, though, I will go to others. Okay, I, well, I had a good experience there. Solid endorsement. So, well, John was in Austin. I was back here holding down the fort, and there wasn't really much holding to be done. We. So I guess in the 10 days, two weeks since our last podcast, the updates with the band start with the fact that we now have had, we've both received all of each sample we've done. So 
uh, last episode is kind of a touch up or a, a recap. I was waiting on some bands from John that were still in the mail, and I was about to send him the set of mine. We, I sent you yours, and those I think arrived fairly quickly when you were in Austin. Maybe they were a uh, different vacation. They oh, arrived yeah. over Thanksgiving. That's right, over Thanksgiving. Because forgot we had the Thanksgiving, and you were in Michigan, which is I was in Michigan where we've had all this travel. But those arrived for you, and then the ones you sent to me, which as of the last recording, we were kind of surprised we had not received yet. Right, because they had been in the mail for like four days or something. Yeah, they they were supposed to be there, I think, the Friday before we recorded on a Tuesday. So we were like four days late or something. Um, that had a little bit of a fiasco. Right, so eventually we thought, these are lost, something yeah, has gone something's wrong. horrible. A day or two after we, re- we recorded... We decided that something had gone wrong. So fortunately, I found the post office receipt that the self-service terminal had given me. Um, and I actually just sent Cameron a picture of it without doing any research myself. Um, and he said, that's not good. And so once he said, that's not good, I looked to see what was not good. And it gave a great notification. And it said the exact description of what it said was, unable to deliver to recipient package destroyed i think or something like that yeah like unable to be delivered to recipient or returned to sender package destroyed and it emphatically said the package was destroyed there was no it wasn't like package may be destroyed package will be destroyed it was just unable to do anything with this package destroyed so our hopes were low and actually i think would have been a fairly big setback because i think we wanted to get the well a they were going to be used for two of our three giveaways and also the your coworkers at, at nine magnets had financially invested in that yeah that package and there were some good colors there that we were ultimately deciding on so it was a big package so i had prior to finding out that they'd been destroyed i had talked to my landlord a bit about it because he does a lot of shipping as well and so i was like hey how do you what do you do you know we were just talking you know just general guy to guy kind of conversation of you know you ship things, I ship things, how's your day going? You know, very casual conversation. And he'd kind of given me the heads up that if you have something, if you can get to the post office around 8, 8.30, like before 9, you might have luck of picking up a package before it goes out because they might be able to pull it before the postal service worker has separated it and put it out to go actually be delivered. Uh-huh. And so I thought, well, that sounds like worth trying. And so I had planned on doing that. And then it just so happened that I think the day I was going to do that was the day you found the receipt. I look it up online and it says, and it had been like three days before, could not deliver, cannot return to sender, package destroyed. So I uh, I hop in the Prius and drive over to the Valparaiso, I guess the Valparaiso Postal Service main headquarters, which is important to note because we have two here in town. So I had to choose the proper one. And I kind of said, hey. I think you have a box of mine or a package, and it is maybe destroyed. What can I do? And that was a fun situation. Uh, the first person I worked with was just a general postal service kind of front desk person, and they didn't seem very enthusiastic or as if they had any idea what would go on or how to you know how to manage this or what anything. Fiddled around, and after about ten minutes, I'd given the the, the weird thing to me, and I'm not going to try to judge these people's jobs or how to do their job because they actually ended up helping us out. There's a good ending to the story. But I'd given them the confirmation, delivery confirmation code that you, you had sent me. Uh-huh. 
and there was no interest in that at all. Like it was, I don't believe it was ever used. Like in the process of looking for this package, I never saw them once like typing into a computer or like entering a terminal or anything, which seemed odd to me. Like you'd think that they have this. I know that it was d- delivered to my zip code. You think they would use that to do some sort of identification of, hey, we tried delivering this. Uh, these right. guys are idiots. They don't know how to send a package or something. You know, right? Some sort of information on this package. No, I didn't see it. So then he escalated it to, I guess, would be a manager. I don't really know what the roles would be. And the manager, again, keep walking through the building, didn't seem to have any good um, comments and just said, is it, you know, and then it's like, well, what size is it? What color is it? And stuff like that. And I don't know. I didn't ask you. And unfortunately, it was kind of just very quickly. And I, you know, our postal service doesn't get a really good cell service. I could like text you, hey, what's it look like? And so I had no idea. And so I'm, like, describing, you know, I'm trying to imagine what, like, 10 bands look like in a packaging. You know, like, eh, it's about yay by Y. You know, it's got an envelope-ish kind of shape, but it's a package, uh, you know, whatever. And so after about 15 minutes, and I, they don't say anything to me. They just kind of tell me to stand here. I didn't want to, you know, just leave. They finally, the lady comes over and I says, I think I found it. And so it was not destroyed. She had a package. And she goes, well, here's your problem. There's no name and there's no return address. It did have the proper... So this is where it gets a little weird, and I will be slightly critical, although they did help me out a lot. It had the... So we're in like a a suite of... There's like five suites here or something like that. There's... And this is really hard to describe. There's like a house that has the same address as the suites. And the suites are like whatever. The package should have been delivered to the, the front that has no suite name. Like, the street address, mm-hmm. everything was correct. It should have been just dropped off there. After which, my landlord would have gotten it and been like, oh, these are not for me. Obviously, they're for Cameron because we've talked about these things. And uh-huh. we would have gotten them. It did not say, like, to Cameron. It just had my address and stuff. So, I was... Anyways, I was very upset because it was. It should have been dropped off. But anyways, we found it. We got the bands. We've got a chance to take a look at them. And now we have those. And so, we have some impressions. Now that we've gone back and forth... And I do. I did have a podcast game for you. Do you used to have mine? Did you take a look at them? Yes, I have a spoiler alert for your podcast game. Oh, no. So let's see where we find the critical flaw in this game. I only sent you... All of these things are in plastic seals, and they have very minimal information on the outside. Okay. And I could not tell the difference between the second and the third pair based on the labeling alone. Mm-hmm. But I only sent you... For the most part, 42 millimeter bands, and you only sent me 38 millimeter bands. And the one 42 millimeter band you sent me, I am guessing, is from the second package. What color is it? Lavender. You are incorrect. Wait, well, let me verify this. You sa- I sent you a red one, right? Yeah, you sent me. I you sent me a red one, but I thought that we had gotten a red one from that order. Uh, we did. But I swapped it for you. So you received the red one that you had sent me. So you did not get a red one of the new batch. Son of a bitch. And so I I tricked you there. You put a red herring in it. I'm not going to lie. I didn't remember putting a 42 lavender in there. So that's kind of... (laughs) Which is weird because I have one. So I don't know know what happened there. Um, That was a red herring. The red one is definitely the one I... So when you started talking, I was like, I guess I threw the 42 red in there. And then you said lavender, so it's definitely the red one. Nope, you put a thir- a 42 lavender in there. <laughs> well, 
you know what? Sometimes you you can't outfox the fox. I don't know. Now I've got to get now I've got to look the the Valparaiso game is now 18 to 41, I think. Okay, well that's better. Um but anyway, so I got it very wrong. Um but yeah, I did not mean to put that red herring in there, but that is that is good. Um hmm, interesting. Well, what did you think of the bands besides the red one then? Um they're great. I mean, I'm wearing a red one right now, so I don't know what I think about it. My whole life is a lie. Um I think so of the ones you sent me, I don't even remember the colors to be honest. There's just a hideous mustard brown one. I wore that once yesterday just to say that I wore it and it seemed I mean it was ugly. It was so ugly. Um then there was a pink one that I really like. Yes, that one's solid. Similar to the, like the lavender one, I really like the pink one. Um and I've been wearing that a fair amount. Um then there's a red one that I guess is not actually from the third set and I don't even know what the other ones are. I have not they seem really good. They seem as good or better than the second set of bands. What did you think about the the patterned one? G- give me just a sec. I'm going to get up and go get these so I can look at them. Okay. One sec. All right. Sorry about that. Hold on. I'm back. Are you here? Yep, I'm here. Okay. So I have this pattern one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest when I tell you I did not take it out of the case because I've never once thought about wearing it. Okay. That's about what I would expect. <laughs> Um, the room that I'm in has kind of dim lighting. Okay, so the it it feels fine. It doesn't necessarily feel different than the other one, so I would call that a good thing. Um, it is the the quality of the pattern printing definitely is not the problem here. Just the fact that it is really ugly. It's the, one of the ugly. Yeah, it's not a very attractive pattern. I would never wear. And we it. we thought. That this was maybe our most attractive option. Yeah. I, I'm convinced after seeing them that a good pattern could be designed and I would wear it. But that is not the one. So here's something hipstery that... Okay, well, yeah, I'll just take us on this diversion here. Um, in Austin, Texas, they have a um, Tom's Shoes store Okay, that just sells Tom's products. Um, and Tom's they, is also... They roast coffee beans, I guess. Um, that Those were fine. But also Tom's now makes Apple Watch bands that were available in the store. Oh, I actually saw that on uh, maybe 9to5Mac or something a couple weeks back. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to try them on because they were kind of bolted in there, like into their case. They, um, and I think they were like a price that I wouldn't want to pay, like $50. Sure. So not like expensive. But not um, you weren't just you weren't excited about it. I wasn't just going to buy one, even though I'm in the industry of... learning about apple watch bands yeah i Um, i guess my impression yeah it would be about the same though but these ones were the the printing in the pattern was much higher quality than i would expect except for the fact that it's just not something i would ever wear i am wearing it right now and it is it is hideous yeah it's not better on either no um also this watch is a little bit the band is a little bit larger i think than the other ones like i'm on the i have the bigger of the two straps here and i'm on the smallest I'm on the smallest size, whereas normally I'm on the second smallest size. Uh, would you? Would you? Could you see yourself wearing a pattern if there was a good one that could be designed, or one that maybe was? Mm-hmm. Maybe the patterns that I guess I would think about is ones that are just like maybe like three stripes, yeah. um, or like the like remember the Olympic bands that they only sold at the Olympics yes. that Apple made, like maybe something like that. Um, but not definitely not something this intricate 
like or some, any of the ones that we that saw were as intricate right the yeah, disney patterns my second set of samples came and i've liked all the colors the diversity of colors is something that i didn't expect i would really care about once we got started but now that i've had them i really like them um, yeah because we both i just have like a drawer full of bands at this point and it's fun yeah and so even then there are certain colors that i i wouldn't ever expect wearing or liking and so but i i i could see actually buying now to take for example that brown one um yeah i actually gave that well i sent it as a christmas gift to friend of the show francisco and you're gonna say what a shitty person you, you are because you, <laughs> you don't you like him, him very much yeah um no he's actually if, if he listens he's a big fan of a soccer team in mexico um pumas and their colors are a similar tan and blue okay and, and he i know he would often frequently wear a a couple he had like two or maybe other jerseys or something and he would wear that all the time and it actually i think would come close to matching that as like a weird like sports thing you know and i was like oh yeah i could see that you know i was like maybe you know he would be like that's the kind of thing i could see matching it with where if 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 i was a fan of that team like him i would never universidad nacional is that uh no that is not it maybe let me look here yeah it definitely is oh it could be i don't know i mean they have their logo they are the pumas and they have that ugly color isn't it close though um, yeah about as close as yeah that, oh yeah you're right they forget that they have that really long thing after the name but i was like man that's about as close to that color as you could imagine and so the jersey he had was like that same color as close to that as i can remember and blue so i was like ah maybe you know he might like that and those are the kind of situations where i'd be like you'd never <laughs> i guess i don't know those are like weird things where now that i see it i'm like oh yeah that's cool. Like even the blue one, I didn't think I'd like blue, but occasionally, like I wear this, I have a blue soccer jersey, and I'm like, oh, I'll just wear it with it, you know. And so, that's pretty cool. I will, I will say one thing though, and this is, um, it, this is independent of both both sets. You know, the second, I guess, batch two, which is the one we've kind of praised in the past, and batch three, which is the new one that had the patterns. For the first time, I think probably on Sunday. Yeah, it was definitely it was Saturday or Sunday. For the first time. Actually, I'm going to correct myself. For the second or third time since we started this project back in like September, so it's been quite a while now. Like at least like six, like ninety. We've been doing this for what, almost two, three months. Yeah. Um, for only the second or third time since we started, I wore an Apple band, and not only did I wear an Apple band, I've worn the, the maybe two of the other three times I wore my black band that came with my watch that has the black uh-huh. pin. And my my first feelings every time I put that on is, man, this thing is heavy and bulky and thick. And gummy. Yeah. And like, ugh. Yeah, I don't really miss it at all. Uh, the, the texture and the feeling, I don't I don't say to myself, this is better in any way. Uh, it feels thicker and more expensive, I suppose, but not in good ways, you know? Um, yeah. And I love those bands when I first got them. Like, having nothing to compare them to. I think that they're really great bands. And durability-wise, like, I bet those bands will last you five years, whereas I'm not sure that these bands that we're selling would. I would agree. And I don't think it's necessarily, like, they're, like, yeah, it's just a different thing. And I don't I don't necessarily, like, look back and miss them at all. And I feel them, and I'm like, man, these things are, yeah, gummy, heavy, thick. Um, but I wore, I have an orange-ish color one that I got with my silver, or you know, a while ago. It was my first, uh-huh. you know, second Apple band. And it has a silver pin. And so I wore that for the day. And man, the silver bothered me. 
Like so much. <laughs> so much. And I I remember when we started this project, you said, Oh, you know, you never really notice it. You don't really see it very often. And I will concede that I did not see it very often. Maybe like <laughs> four or five times in the day. But every time I did, man, it pissed me off. Like it was just like, This sucks. Like this is stupid. Like who 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 did this? So that was kind of my I mean, obviously I'm biased and I have a big fondness for these, but that really bothered me in the time I wore it. Yeah. I just don't like them. Like they just aren't I don't think they feel as good. They feel very I don't know. I'm over I'm over those. Like I used to when I just had like one off brand watch band, um, it was in a col it was red and it had this a silver pin and I just didn't wear it that often. So I like the Apple bands were the ones I'm used to, but now that they're not the ones that I'm used to, I don't want to wear them anymore. Yeah, I would agree. I these ours feel, I think, lighter. They just feel more sporty. They feel like you said the durability. I mean, we don't know. I've wore some of these quite a bit though, and the durability hasn't yeah. been an issue in the time we've had them. Like we've worn them quite a lot, so I don't have any issues there. But even if, yeah, even if if it was slightly worse, I'm still happy because it. I just like the feeling of them better. Yeah, like emphatically, they just have really grown on me. So that was just something I thought using them. But yeah, so we've. I think we've. So can we agree that we've probably gotten down to the point now where in using them or testing both of them, both batch two, which was the one we were originally emphatic about, and batch three, which was the newer set that we, you know, had just gotten, are about on par. I mean, they're about the same. There's not really a whole lot of difference between them. Yeah, I would say they're about the same. And though the second set that we got from the batch two people, I didn't have any issues. Um, I also have not had any issues at all with the batch three or the the supplier three. So I would say supplier three has like a minor leg up in my eyes, um, just because we got a couple of kind of sketchy ones from the batch two people on the first set, but not on the second set. So both are good for me. Um, maybe a slight preference towards batch three, but also I haven't worn them quite as much. So I don't know. Yeah, I need to maybe put some more days into batch three myself. Um, the, I've been going with batch two primarily because we got such a diversity of colors. And so, like, the yellow band we got with batch two, I really like that one. It is bright, like, super bright. It is so bright. It is so much brighter than the Apple one. But I like it. I don't know. That's been that's been one of my favorites. The And then um, this is maybe uh, – we'll talk about it a little later. Maybe it's a spoiler, but the lavender ones have really been winning me over as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one as well. I wear it a lot. Actually, it was uh, your wife, Lydia, who said that she thought that was her favorite color. And, yeah. Um, not that I thought anything positive or negative about it when she said that. I think she said that to me, or we have our little group chat. She had said that before you sent me the lavender ones. And uh-huh. um, she'd seen, you know, that was when we had maybe the larger, this was for the set of the second set you'd sent me, I think. So I had not had a lavender. And I, you know, she just said like emphatically, like lavender is my favorite. And I was like, well, that's, you know, she seems very sure about that. You know, like there was no hesitation. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it, I was like, I can really see that. Like it really it's but it's never a color I would have asked for, but I really like it. Like it's not too bright. Like you can wear it with a wide variety of things um, and it looks good with them. And it looks, I think, fantastic with the black watch, like the the black with the lavender, I think, complement each other mm-hmm. very well. And so that was, um, yeah, very interesting for us. And like I said, something I wouldn't have guessed. But in general, the the bands are good. The quality's been good. Um, been wearing them, been using them, been enjoying them. And I guess overall, I think we're pretty happy. We're now, I guess now, 
if we can get down to the nitty gritty, it's time for us, you and I, to make business decisions. And that'll kind of be what we do with the uh, second or third and stuff like that. But I think overall, we've been happy with both. They're about on par. Uh, we don't see a positive or negative necessarily for each. They're about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of goes into play with what we said in a couple episodes. And this is, again, completely conjecture. We're not sure. But it seems as if a lot of the pieces or like the parts, like the metal anodization, possibly the silicone being used and injection molded, it seems like the supplies of these are coming from um, one of several companies. Like there's not – when we're going through our distributors or our manufacturers, they're simply doing the process of buying the anodized pins and then doing the injection molding and shipping. Yeah, that seems true. Because two and three – so whereas the first set of bands, I think the silicone seems slightly different than batch two. The two mm-hmm. and three, I think in like a blind feel, I couldn't tell you the difference. Or I'd have yeah, a difficulty. Yeah, very much the same and so these ones seem about on par and so that point it becomes like a business decision of which ones are going to give us the best deals so that is interesting and i guess we're good to go um should we do you think we should talk about those or should we talk a little bit more internally and then maybe do a next episode where we talk about the colors and the the packaging uh let's save that for next episode i think okay um i think yeah i think what we should say is that we are we are i guess what's we'll just give a small thing John and I have three colors picked out, which we will spoil with one of which we think should be lavender. Um, we've kind of yeah. decided the following. We are going to do a set of three, uh-huh. and one will be lavender. And we are planning on selling these in two different ways. As an individual band, where you can buy one of the three individually, or as a three set or a pack of three, where you will get a substantial discount if you buy all three. We are finalizing the numbers on those, which kind of depends on who we buy with. So we'll talk about that maybe in the next or later episode when we announce all this for good. But that's mm-hmm. kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. So if you have um, strong opinions on that, or if you think, hey, that's bad or wrong, we would like to see some feedback email immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so get on here, get your email inbox open. But that's kind of where we're leaning. We're three colors, one of which will probably be lavender. Though I guess we could be swayed away from that. I think we, I think we both are in agreement that people will be people will judge us on that decision. Lavender is the one I think we're not sure about, and we think, but we think people will like it's it. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a surprise sleeper. Like people are gonna get it, and they're gonna be shocked by how much they like yeah. it. Like our thought is is that we are not fashionable people, but we think that we think you're gonna like it. We're confident that when you get this, you'll not be disappointed. And so that's kind of our. I guess, yeah, let's page that till we finalize on our end, and we'll work on that hard this week so that maybe next week we can talk about that. Yeah, um, another fun thing that we would have to talk about this week um, is that during the last podcast, one of our big things, we did a lot of um, feedback from, response to feedback that we've gotten from listeners to the podcast and um, people on Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, all that, um, and that was great, but we had a little contest thing um, where we invited people to it, to answer a few questions for us um and in exchange they'd be the first to know about our products when they get when we make a decision and when they we get released um and so we had um i would say probably within what we expected to be our um range of response to that we had uh nine people uh email us so they took the time to listen to our podcast and to answer the three questions that were only in the podcast so thank you so much for taking the time to listen um, and I took some time uh, and put together some of the answers um, that they gave us to these three questions. There were a lot of there were a lot of responses here. So maybe for color wise, 
there was a big surprise. To, I think number one, I guess I'm looking at it now. Number one and two, well, out of number one, I think was red, which is not surprising based off what we've heard. Mm-hmm. But number two was very surprising to me. Yeah, number two, and I'm lumping in a variety of different colors um, into what people would say um, darker blue, a dark blue color. Some people said midnight blue. Some people said Yankee, New York Yankee navy blue. Um, one person just said darker blue. Yeah, so we're um, kind of lumping those. But that to me was surprising. Um, ocean blue. I don't think we've gotten one dark blue sample. No. So we're maybe missing this one. And um, we will apologize. I'm going to give a, smite, a slight spoiler. Because we haven't gotten a dark blue sample, I'm not sure we'll have dark blue in the first batch. I would say it's fairly likely we won't have dark blue in the first... Oh, I have an idea. You can cut this out of the podcast. Uh, let's just talk about it. So we have... Uh, hey, thank you, podcast listeners. Uh, red is a color we were planning to maybe wait for a second batch for. Um, and I think that that's okay. This blue is a popular color also. We did talk about, and I believe we need to include white in the first pack, but what if our round two came out like the middle of next year and was the 4th of July Patriot pack? Oh, that sounds good. Well, I see. Okay. We could include white in both packages also. A red, white, and blue Patriot pack would be fantastic. So one of the things John and I have discussed, and I guess to you aside this, um, we think that there's a niche of people who enjoy this stuff. Uh, we we have a decent amount of podcast listeners. Uh, I should have pulled the numbers, but I know we got over. We're at like last episode got like 300 listens or something. Yeah, our most popular last time I checked since the first episode. It may have even surpassed it. I don't know. So we're like 1,300 listens. We're averaging a couple hundred per episode. We're getting decent feedback and email. And when we go on Reddit, it's popular. Um, we are in a niche that we understand people like. And so one of the things we'd like to do is work this up till we have a full product line, but fully investing in that the two of us has been kind of difficult to commit to. So one of the, we don't have that money. Yeah, we don't want to spend that green until we know there's a design. And there's a lot of risky factors. You know, if Apple comes through and we can't inventory it because if Apple comes through and, you know, next year it announces, oh, hey, none of the watch bands are compatible. Uh, you and I could be stuck with a lot of inventory. We're the relatively higher cost than it would be if we were buying like ten thousand or something like that. So, um, one of the things we've discussed is doing sets of three and then doing them maybe like quarterly or coming out every few months, where we would go through, try to you know get through you know that set and then do another set. So this would be like our winter set, and then we were talking about maybe a spring set and then a summer set. I think a Patriot summer set would be sweet and rolling that way. Um, it's man, red, white, and blue would be really cool. Just something to think about. So that's something we'd also like feedback on is if sets of three that we came through seasonally, if that's something that would interest you. Um, we wouldn't necessarily have to do – well, there's two things about that. One, uh, the patriotic 4th of July set is a fun little play on the season, but they wouldn't necessarily have to be super seasonal in the sense that we'd only do things that kind of represented that season. And also we're not necessarily guaranteeing they'd all be um, silicone bands either. We might get into nylon or leather or something like that as well. Or not solid colors, maybe some print ones. Yeah, um, but that's one of the things we were talking about. But one of the things, yeah, the, the colors, I guess red is not so surprising. Um, it's a bit higher than I thought it would be, but not necessarily that surprising. The dark blue is very surprising. And then really we're all over the board after that. Yeah. None of the other ones got more than two. Um, light blue had two. And let me tell you, 
I was excited about light blue, and I hate it. I can't find anything to wear it with. Yeah, it's a bit rough. Well, I don't wear a lot of blue in general, so um, I'm not sure, but I'm I'm excited. I do, and it's worse, because it doesn't match any of the, like, it's bad. I don't know. I've tried. I have, like... I'm I'm not a fan of it. That's one of my least favorite ones. The color of it almost identically matches if you use like the blue standing circle on the watch. Wouldn't you say on activity? Um, the blue standing circle. Yeah, I use I use one of the WatchOS three watch faces. It has just like big numbers for my um the time and then the the three activity things, and the number that is used for the activity. Like I have ten standing hours right now. That the color looks almost identical to me at what the band is. Yeah, it is oh, like yeah. a sky blue though. It's like a, it's not. I wish it was a bit darker, maybe, or a bit like less saturated, like a little grayer. That would be better too. One or the other. It's like two in between. Um. So anyway, it's bad. I'll tell you. I have switched to. I am using the um numerals face that only has the number, like the the hour. I've been using that one a lot as well. One complication. Um, and that's been my primary face and I really like it. When I use the activity, I use, it's called activity digital. When I use that, the only, I only use really, I have an activities, the workout activity, which is obviously rarely used or the activity, uh, or whatever the complication. So that's not used very heavily. Oh yeah. Um, I use the weather, the temperature, I use, I think it's dark sky. And then I use pedometer plus plus as just a general steps, which is kind of redundant since I have the activity circles, but I'm curious more of just the number of steps I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find myself slipping away from using many uh, complications and really just using it as a watch with notifications. Watch with notifications. I really like the web. Like, there are lots of things I really like about it. Um, but, yeah, I don't use a lot of complications either. The um, Getting back to the colors, though, there were a couple of variety, different types of green that were interesting. Um, the, the weirdest one to me, outside of somebody asked for crocodile print, uh, which we're not sure. I guess we could do that. We could do that either as like, I guess it'd have to be like a leather. I guess it'd be mostly probably one of the printed bands. So I'm not sure something like that would look good given Gosh, what we know of it. so gaudy. Yeah. Given the way the printed patterns work, I don't think it would look good. I don't think it'd be subtle. And I think something that would have to be subtle, like it'd be very obvious, like <laughs> black on green. And so I think it would be not very good. Um, I was surprised the orange ones were as high as they were. And I, one of the things I was thinking about, there are two orange, which I would have not have guessed who would have made the cut. But do you think maybe, because I've, I had not know this until a couple weeks ago, if you buy the Hermes watch, it comes uh-huh. with a very orange sport band. So I have an, I, I don't know what, I don't know what the color I have was called, but I bought a band from Apple around when the iPhone, the 6S came out around that fall. What is that? Like fall of last year. So just about a year ago. And... Uh, that one I think is called orange, but it is not. It is so the orange I have. I don't want to call it more of like a red orange, but it's very in between red and orange. Whereas the the Hermes bands come with an orange, which is very much like Netherlands flag orange. So you're telling me the Hermes bands come with the leather strap as well as yes, maybe not all of them. Strap? At least at least like the hot, the most expensive Hermes ones do. Only if you buy the Hermes watch, though. Like, if you buy the strap separately, I do not believe it comes with an orange band. So if you buy the Hermes watch, then I think at least the most expensive tier comes with... Maybe the two most expensive tiers come with an orange. Like, very much would match, like, the Dutch flag orange. And it looks... From pictures, looks fantastic. And I would really like one. Oh, got it, got it. Oh, I just found it. The 
Got it. The S slash M, or I guess it depends on what size you buy. That's so weird. Also, this double buckled watch just punched me in the face. Yeah. I do know that the, the, the Hermes stuff goes really popular. I don't know. They, they don't. Um, so Rene Ritchie is a big fan of the Hermes ones, and I see him taking photos. He gets He's gotten one of the watches with those, or he likes those bands. The bands do nothing for me, but I'm not into fashion at the, in the least bit. But I can see people liking them. I don't know. I just To me, it doesn't seem to do much for me. And at least if they did... They they all come with this orange band as well. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was all of them or just some of them, but I did know. Well, at least the most expensive one and the cheapest one were the two okay. that I clicked on, and they both come with it. It's a good color. And then I was jealous, but then I realized it would come with the silver pin, and I wouldn't want to wear it ever, and so then I'd be upset. Yeah, but also the watch, you can. it looks like you can only get the Hermes watch in the stainless steel silver case. That's true, too, so it wouldn't be a problem. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know... Um, yeah, I'm not sure. So that's what that person meant when they said the Hermes color. I had no idea what that person was talking about. Oh, yeah. So then orange becomes three and becomes one of the more popular numbers that we've gotten. All right. I'm getting it out of there. So, yeah, that's – it's a neat, it's a good color. Like I said, I'd like one. Um, it's very interesting. I think orange would be a good color. I think so. I'm not sure if any of the suppliers had orange. I don't remember seeing orange. It's something we could probably investigate, but I don't remember it. I think if we ask for it, they could make it. Yeah. Is the impression I get. Yeah, I would agree. So, uh, yeah, so thanks to everyone who filled out that VIP VIP form. If you're curious as to what we were talking about there, um, just as a quick recap, last episode we mentioned that we are looking for more information on helping us make our first purchase. And so last episode, at almost exactly at the 12 minute and 30 second mark, and we can link to it in the show notes or make note, uh, we had three quick questions that we asked people. Uh, spoiler, one of which was what color uh, bands would you like? Um, but yeah, we asked people if they would listen to the show to the two minutes or so we asked questions and send us an email response. When we do our first purchase, which might be here before the end of the year, we would give them information on we would give them information on purchasing those bands before anyone else received information by a good you know five to seven days. So when we go live with some sort of sales, we will send those people the link and give them an opportunity to make sure they get the bands before everyone else. And so we think, uh, yeah, it was nine or ten people, and that was really cool that that many people are so interested in buying these that they were willing to do that. Um, and the second question that they asked is also one that is of interest to us, um, and that is, do you use your watch came with, if you ordered a watch with a sport band especially, it definitely came with two strap sizes, a smaller strap and a larger strap. Which one do you use? Um, we had three people say they used the smaller strap and six people say that they preferred the larger strap. So that breaks, small sample size. Yeah, not a very large sample size, but about a 30, you know, 33, 66 break, uh, which is about what we expect, which kind of pairs with what we found on the, that slide is, it skews slightly smaller, I guess, than what we have um, from the bands or I guess the watch sizes in general. Uh, is Here, we, let's let's add two data points. Cameron, do you use the smaller or the larger strap? I use the larger. I I, I prefer the larger one as well. Uh, so that would bring us to um, eight to three. I actually tried this this weekend because I when we were doing this because I saw the a few of the VIPs come in and I was curious about it and I tr- I actually hadn't tried the smaller band since I think pro- and this is why this is important. I don't think I had tried the smaller band since the first day I received my Apple Watch like a uh-huh. year and a half whatever it was ago. So I'd never even, I tried it once and just didn't know, you know, and it's kind of sat. 
um, I can fit into the largest of the smaller bands mm-hmm. uh, pins, but I found it uncomfortable. Not that it was like too tight, but it just felt weird to not have like the band tuck further into the watch. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I, I theoretically, if was faced with it, I could maybe fit into the largest pin on the smallest band, but I wouldn't want to do so. So the issue that we're going to be looking at is if we are ordering, and this is just, I think, what we've decided we're going to do. What if, well, let's just if say we if order, we buy, let's say we buy a hundred to make the numbers easy for people to pay attention well, to. Well, less, even different than that, if we order three different color, let's say, yeah, we order three different colors of a hundred, we ha- have an order of a hundred and we split it amongst three different colors. Each of those are split among two different sizes. So we're looking at six SKUs there. Um, and then if we divide them into a small and large size, we're looking at 12 SKUs for our order of 100, which is borderline bonkers. Yes. And so one of the questions we have to decide here is still is, do we just offer the small and large to every set? That knocks our, that'll probably knock our price up considerably, like an extra 4 to $5 per band. Which we think is outrageous because no one will ever, everyone knows their size and no one no one uses the other size. So there's no point in mm-hmm. charging you for that. So we want to cut that cost for everybody. So then how right. do we manage, how do we manage this, you know? I, so right now we're seeing it's, we skew large for sure, which is good. And we're skewing 42, significantly over 38 millimeter when it comes to watch size. But the fact is we can't, I mean, A, I own a 38 millimeter yeah. watch. B, we can't not offer a 38 Oh, mil- yeah. Like, we can't just exclude those watch owners. I think what we probably maybe do is, yeah, I don't know. We need to discuss this. I don't, the problem is, is from our, from our survey where we did to do the giveaway, which we talked about last episode, uh, we got, what did we get there? About 400 responses? 600, I think. A lot of responses. In that, in that survey, we saw a separate. We saw a break of eighteen percent thirty-eight, eighty-two percent forty-two, which is much higher than I would have expected that skew to be. Especially just I, by some sort of rare chance, our our anecdotal evidence between you. I mean, out of the two people I work with and you, the three people I know who use the watch most, all of you have thirty-eight, and I'm the only one with forty-two. Now, of course, that's a four-person anecdotal evidence, but we're seeing a huge break there, which is very surprising to me. Which will probably will obviously break. Closer to twenty five, seventy five, or even thirty three percent. You know, thirty eight, sixty six percent, forty two. But we have to. And the fact is, it's the breakdown is even more pronounced amongst space gray watch owners, of which were about three hundred and eighty of our respondents, so a good sample size. And among space gray watch owners who took our survey, eighty seven percent have forty two, and thirteen percent have thirty eight. So that's a very inter- those are interesting numbers which we really need to think about how we're but we don't know how to justify the bra- I mean the numbers seem so absurd I guess to us that we don't know what to do does that make sense based on what I've seen in the public that just isn't true yeah and so we don't want to be stuck with a set that we're like weirdly numbered on and then so that gets in the question of how many thirty eight owners with small bands are there like how do we even I don't know so we're the moral of the story is we're gonna send out a survey one more time. Um, to the people on our mailing list. And this is going to be a real easy to fill out Google Drive survey or something like that, um, where we ask you maybe like give a checkbox of 10 colors, say check your favorite three colors, 
or I don't know, something like that. Yeah, and um, do sizing. Do what size watch do you have? What color watch? What color watch do you have? And do you use the smaller or larger strap? Another thing we maybe can do, and this is something, if we if someone's listening, um, and maybe we put this in the survey, John, as kind of a yes or no question. And if you have thoughts to get feedback, this would be great. Do you think so? The the thirty eight millimeter small band person. This is the one percenter, right? Right. I mean, literally, based off our numbers, they would be probably. If we take the numbers we have alone, you know, let's say it's fifteen percent of the space gray people are thirty-eight millimeter wearers, and out of those, maybe out of that fifteen percent, so three or four people would use small mm-hmm. bands. Mm-hmm. Would it be offensive, or would those people be offended or extremely upset if we it was more to buy the small band and we had to give them both? Does that make sense? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like we would charge maybe slightly more. And maybe we could come into a median where maybe it's only like two. We're just basically, you know, it's only two. We're not having to buy or do the assumption for everybody. We're just saying, hey, this sucks. We're sorry. But you're going to be slightly more so that we can make sure the bands stay low for everybody while also um, realizing you're an outlier and we want to supply the product that you need. Um, here's a question. I, I think it sucks to charge people more. Um, here's a question I have for you. You ordered two of just one side of a band. Mm-hmm. what did that cost like what did they charge what did dora t- charge you for those i don't remember off the top of my head i'd have to look at the spreadsheet and i've got like 60 emails from them back and forth so it'd be like a while so um okay it was the same as the longer band size right but like you just ordered half of a band did they just charge you the yeah they just charge us with the equivalent of this like so it, it, imagine we the band essentially has like two two hat like you could take the band and separate and divide it by two to get the cost, and so it was basically a third. You know, add another half of that. You know, got it. Does got that it. make sense? I think the yeah. breakdown was it might have been slightly different, but it was about that. Okay. And so um, we just need to look at what the cost is going to be because I mean we could have twelve SKUs and survive probably, um, but we would have to have, be pretty confident in our data. Because the thing that concerns me is is if we start having too many, and then we you know then we get like shipping errors where we send somebody the wrong one. You know, then we're eating the shipping cost and, you know, stuff like that to return and everything. Um, or just like we guess wrong and we just have a we don't have the things that people want and we have a bunch of things that nobody wants. Before we know, we've got a bunch of we've got a bunch of orange short 38s that no one's buying. And so then you're stuck. You're stuck wearing those forever because it's the only thing we can do with them. I would go out on a limb and say that our 38 small band needers are almost non-existent. Um, cause you, you have to be a woman. Like I am a male, I'm a petite male. Like I'm tall, but I have very small wrists. I am not a large person in the wrist department. Um, and so like, there are no males. There are very few males smaller than me, um, who have smaller wrists than me. And I wear a large, I prefer the larger of the two straps. So I think that, I don't know, like, we don't order that many. Thirty-eight smalls is going to be a very small order. Yeah. So, well, I think we maybe we, we we can discuss. I think yeah, maybe that's what we do is just do one or two extra bands and just toss them in. I don't know. Maybe we just eat that, you know, and say for those people, those lucky people get both. I don't know. We probably shouldn't say that because then everyone's going to order the small ones so they get both. Right. No. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll I think see. if we if we order like let's say we do the small bands. I think the thing we could do, and one of the things to decide, this is another thing that's complicated, is John and I aren't really good at shipping stuff. We don't, we, not that we're bad, we just have never done it in like a quantity of 100, 200. Right. 
one of the things that in doing at least the giveaway bands and sending those out was, you know, which I still need to do. Yeah, you need to do that. Richard's going to be very. I think it's Richard who's waiting for yours. Yep. Um, Richard did respond, by the way, the guy who we had not responded as of our broadcast of last podcast. He responded maybe even during the podcast or shortly shortly thereafter. Richard, John, so you, John Richard. will get your bands out tomorrow or Friday. I will force him to. Yeah, um, that's true. So one of the things I found, at least, is that it's not like a super long process in sending these out, but it's timely. You know, there's a lot of time in just packaging these up and sending them. And so as John mentioned, if the more SKUs we have, the more time it takes to make sure we have the right ones assigned to a order and stuff like that. And my big worry is is that the more SKUs we have, the more potential there's for mistake. But the number we do of these should be so small that if we just – let's say we just do all 30 – maybe all of our 38s are large. If we – if I buy a couple smalls of each color just on – I can swap those myself fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, we won't be doing many of them, so I don't think it should really matter. Mm-hmm. So we will break down our numbers, and that will be something to present in the next episode. Yeah, I'm looking at it like – I don't know. We can probably figure it out. So that's um, where we're at with bands. Be on the lookout for a new survey, though, in your inbox coming soon, I guess. Yeah, I think we should do that because I think we just want to verify what we're doing. Before we place our order. We're getting really close to placing our order, yeah. which is really exciting. So I think with timing-wise, we obviously have the holidays. You know, we mentioned I think we'll probably have an episode next week would be my guess. Um, and then we'll probably do one more between the Christmas end of the year kind of stuff in there. And, that, and that's kind of... So maybe two more episodes before the end of the year. And I think in that period of time, we will be able to lock down what our first package set will be and make those available. And I would guess just timing it in our heads, given the holidays will probably be crazy. You will be able to buy these from us, hopefully, or we will be at least, they will be bought and we will make our order placed. Whether we, you know, I don't, given pre-order stuff, I'm not sure we'll necessarily, we'll maybe get them before we do pre-orders. But I think we will place our order, if not by the end of this year, very early next year. Would that be how you describe it? Yeah, I would say January we should have our order placed. And I would like to think before that, I think it would be great if we had these for sale, after, like for pre-order at least, after Christmas. So that like people who got their new Apple Watches could um, could start accessorizing, you know, start pimping out their watches with some new bands. Because I think that Apple Watches are going to be a, a, more than last year, like a pretty popular Christmas gift. I think so too. I think so as well. So Cool. So that's where we're at on those. Um, I'm looking else. I think that's about all we have for today. Yeah, I think that's a good episode. Um, so we're very close. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get out down into the nitty gritty next episode, I think, and we're getting close to actually placing this order. So that's really exciting. Yeah, I think next episode will be our here are the details. You know, we maybe we're not ready to take orders today, but here are the details of what we're going forward with. So, and we'll probably give you some chance to feedback to to us and say, hey, you guys are idiots, and this is stupid, and you're wrong. Or I can't wait to give you your money. Here you go. So anyway, all right. Uh, that's good. That's good. Yep, that's Have good. Have a good one, Cameron. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon, John. All right, bye. Bye.